Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 254. On this episode, we're going to talk about Devil May Cry. Uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> we're also going to talk about the Division 2, uh, talking about Days Gone uh, and what we expect from the game. Uh, Xbox moving its platform or its system to Android and being able to have the ability of playing PC games on your Xbox, which is just a crazy thought. And lastly, we're going to talk about Turtle Rock Studios back for blood. Does this mean that Left 4 Dead is coming back, Bolts? I don't know. Pretty <laughs> freaking excited about it. Uh, many Xboxes would be sold if it was an exclusive. It's not going to happen. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox. That'd be the smart thing, it would. But... I, but I think that's with any not I mean any exclusive you should just go to both systems you'd sell twice as much shit yeah so no more exclusives right here on the second opinion <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys. So we got a pretty special show for you today. I'm joined by my partner crime, Lord Bolts. How you doing, my bro? <laughs> Don't choke on that Taco Bell over there. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, bro. The life's enough. I look over there, your face is all blue. You're like, <laughs> what's up, bro? How you doing, bro? I'm good, dog. All right, let's go ahead and get down into it. What have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? And how has life been going? How's your life been, bro? How's everything going? Um, it's busy, man. Busy, busy, busy. Working all the time. Working all the time when I'm not working. Sleeping when I'm not sleeping. I'm working. Um, you get I, a little bit of gaming. I in get there. a little gaming in there every now and then. Speaking of that, I'm um, playing D, uh, DMC5. Um, it, it's, um, it's, 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 it's good, you know. Like, it's better than God of War. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more entertained because freaking, um, I love V. He's an awesome character. He's very um, awesome. Oh, excuse me. And then uh, uh, Nico, is that her name? Yes, Nico. Yeah. She is She's crazy. awesome. I like her. I like her accent. Yeah. I like everything about her. Um, I love the banter between her and Nero and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, it's pretty dude. great. It's yeah, pretty she's great. a great character. Um, and, of course, I'm playing MLB The Show 18 until 19 comes out. Yeah. So, um, that, um, And I play you know Black Ops 4 here and there. Yeah. Um, that's basically what I've been doing if I'm not working and then if I'm not sleeping. Okay. So that's about it. Okay. Oh, I will be going to, not this weekend, but the following weekend, mm-hmm. I'll be in Abilene at the uh, Texas High School State Powerlifting Meet oh. to watch my boy uh, Ryan Lindsay go for yes, sir. go for two state records, possibly three if he can get the total. That's awesome, bro. Yep. That's awesome. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Um, well, you guys know I've been gaming a lot, like uh, as I usually have. I beat Devil May Cry 5, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to get my review posted up in the next day or so. Um, also been going through and playing um, 
I was playing a little bit of Apex Legends earlier, playing some uh, Blackout as well. I played Fortnite, and the only reason why I was playing all these Battle Royale games is because I watched the trailer for Battlefield 5's Firestorm mode, which is coming soon, which is a squad-based Battle Royale mode. Um, and it looks pretty interesting, but it just kind of got me in the mood to play some Battle Royale. Um, and of course, I've been playing The Division 2. Um, we got our codes on the 8th, so big shout out to Ubisoft for sending us those codes. Um, the servers went live on the 12th, and I think I'm a level 9 or 10 right now. Um, been going through and playing a lot of that. And we're going to get into a little bit more details on what I think about The Division 2 a little bit later on in the show. Um, kind of with my impression so far, um, but I'll, I, I'll, I'll tell you about the division two when we get to that point. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Um, but I've I've been enjoying it for the most part. I played with a pretty uh, big squad of friends uh, last night. Also, before that, played with Rob from Centilinks. We've been doing a good chunk of uh, clearing out of some of the levels on on, uh, uh, on the game so far, and I think it's definitely better than the division one. So, um, but. Back to the main meat at this topic is... Meat and taters. Um, meat and taters. I've been drinking a little bit of beer. I had some uh, Rebel IPA and had some Coors Light. And uh, last night, me, Uncle Chris, and Matthew took some Fireball Whiskey shots. So it's pretty good. Um, but the main thing that's really been revolving around my life outside of my kids are uh, is Devil May Cry 5, dude. It's, it's so, so good. I mean, the story is great. There's some pretty shocking moments in the game. Uh, and one of the best things I think about it is the, the visuals, which we'll get down into a little bit later, but you know, they're using the RE engine from Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 remake. And dude, I'm telling you, it looks damn good. Um, so with that being said, let's move into video games coming soon. Of course, you know, as I had said just a few minutes ago, tomorrow, or if you're listening to it today, which would be the 15th, whatever, um, <laughs> Division 2 launches for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, you could have played early if you got the gold edition of the game, um, but if you didn't, the regular version launches tomorrow. Um, Sekiro Die Twice comes out for PS4, what, Xbox what? One, and PC. <laughs> March 22nd. Um, I know Bolts is very excited. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, and real quick, um, we're going to hear a couple of points about Sekiro Die Twice from Matt Quad C and why he is ex excited for this game and why he can't wait for the release. Thanks, Oleb. That's right, it is me, Matt, aka Move the Joystick, finally on the Second Opinion Podcast. I cannot believe I'm finally here. Uh, wow, I mean, just this place is mind blowing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this place before uh, or, you know, there have been pictures taken, but it is absolutely incredible. And with every single. Uh, every single week they have like something different, something new that they bring out there that is the theme of that episode. And of course, you know, this one, they're, there's all about the division. So they literally have a, we're, we're broadcasting from a destroyed Capitol building. I, it is mind blowing. Absolutely insane. There's rubble everywhere. Uh, it's actually legit rubble. I think they actually built 
this Capitol building and then they just tore it down. It's insane. Anyway, really happy to be here and uh, we're going to be talking right now about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, the game that is coming from From Software, the guys that made uh, Dark Souls, which is one of the most incredible games, and also Bloodborne, which is as equally is incredible. Uh, Activision is a publisher behind this title and man... It has been a wild ride for this game. It has been absolutely incredible. Last year was whenever we were first introduced to the the game itself. Uh, We were sitting at E3. It was during the Xbox press conference. And boom, you know, we had a trailer. Well, not many people really understood much more about it. Uh, I actually was really thankful. I'm very thankful to our contacts over at Activision that they were able to give me a uh, behind-the-scenes tour with some of the developers to talk more about Sekiro. And this game was just beyond belief. It's absolutely insane. So what makes this game so great is that it's made by the guys who did Dark Souls, but it's it feels like nothing like it. You know, it's so different. It's they they added verticality to it. You know, you can go up, you can go down. You have like a, an assortment of weapons just on your hand, on that prosthetic hand that you have. Uh, you're facing these beyond belief enemies. You know, from like a massive serpent to like this corrupted monk to even like a master swordsman. It's just very eclectic with all of the different enemies that you face. And furthermore, uh, with those enemies, you're also going to be facing different fighting styles. So no two fightings, no no two uh, fighting encounters are going to be the same. It's all very different. Um, and that's just the very the big theme about this game is that it's not like your ordinary game. Like yes. You know, you can revive yourself. There is a bit of a respawn factor to it, something that you don't get from normal Dark Souls games because, you know, if you die in Dark Souls, you have to, you basically start out with nothing. Uh, So you have to go out and go try and find all your gear again. In this one, you can respawn, but you can only do it so many times. And then, boom, you'd have to start over from the beginning or what have you. It's, It's just very different in that instance. Um, but the other thing too is that from what I understand, there are multiple endings. So Activision and From Software are being very quiet, very coy about the game itself. And they even uh, are not going to be doing a lot of review copies because they don't want spoilers to be released, which is uh, very fascinating. I'm very excited for that because, you know, Dark Souls, you don't really get different endings from what I understand. Like, you know, this game is going to be very different. And it just seems like From Software just, they, they went outside of the box whenever they decided to do Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And it's, it's just a very clever, well-thought-out game. From the title, Sekiro, which means one-armed wolf, and that is what you are. You are a one-armed wolf. Shadows Die Twice, you know, that just include, incorporates the, the respawn factor of it all. And to just overall the gameplay factor, the the different uh, encounters you have, the enemies, the style of gameplay, the even like just the the customizable or not necessarily customizable, but the upgradable um, weaponry that you have from this prosthetic limb. Like how many characters can you think of in video games that have a prosthetic limb? It's just extraordinary. So I think that From Software is really breaking the mold with Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I'm really excited that we are not very far away from it. We're just a couple of days. March 22nd is the day it releases. 
And, and it's just, it's mind blowing that we're already here. We're already at this moment where we're going to be able to play Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I cannot wait for it. I think this is going to be not just an incredible experience, but just an incredible challenge for gamers, you know? And I think that's something that a lot of gamers crave. You know, you, you get your, your normal shooters, your PvP, your PvE, that you, you get used to it, you know? It, it starts to become less of a challenge and more of like a, you know, a bit of a chore. Sometimes it can just be, you know, fun, you know, I'm just gonna spend like two minutes on this, whatever, it's, it's fine. I think Sekiro is gonna be one of those that we spend like hours and hours on bosses just getting frustrated and nerve-wracked and excited and just enjoyable because the moment that you beat that boss that just means the world to you so guys thank you so much for having me on the second opinion productions of the second opinion podcast this has been an amazing experience i really appreciate it so lev you are the man bolts you are the best person i've ever met in my life love you guys both uh, happy birthday to Dante, and I will catch you guys later. Don't forget to check out Simulinks.com, Real Outreach, all those good stuff. I will catch you guys on the flip side at Move the Joystick. You can find that. Bye. All right. I really appreciate that, Matt. But um, also, we have a pretty cool game. I don't know if – I don't know. I'm, I'm not really interested in it. What is it? MLB The Show 19. What? What? <laughs> Let's put some wood yeah. to the ball, baby. Uh, MLB The Show 19 coming out March 26th for PS4. Then we got Yoshi's Crafted World for Switch coming out on March 29th. Mortal Kombat 11 coming out for the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on April 23rd. And then, of course – Days Gone, coming out April 26th, exclusive to the PlayStation 4. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast as well. And lastly, May 14th, we got the one and only Rage 2, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I know me and Bolts both are very excited for that game. It'll hold us off a little bit until Doom Eternal gets here, right? Listen, drink. What's that one game you just said, Doom Eternal? That looks all right. I will break this bottle over your head and slice your fucking gold. Hey, at least it's not Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into... His, uh, his glass eye fell out, guys. Yeah, that's what that was. That's what that sound was. Before we get into uh, the Real Talk segment, uh, I want you guys to know how much I love you, and I care about you, and I appreciate you. Um, everybody that has been showing love and appreciation to the podcast, it means the world to me. We really try our hardest to improve the podcast week by week and make <laughs> and make uh, better better um, content for you guys. So, um, as always, this show is brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Also brought to you by Real Outreach. Go on over to realoutreach.com. Donate if you'd like. Uh, we have another event coming up uh, this next month or month after next. I don't know when it launches, but when Detective Pikachu comes out to theaters, we plan on taking some more awesome kids there to see this and, and kind of make them feel normal again. So if you head on over to realoutreach.com, you can check out uh, what the charity is all about. And, of course, the big daddy himself, Settlings.com. <laughs> 
Great content and great content creators right over at Cinelinks. We got some great stuff going on over there. So definitely make sure to head on over to Cinelinks.com and check out the great editorials, reviews, previews, and much more. So in our Real Talk segment, um, we're going to talk about two topics, and then we're going to have a music minute, and we'll come back and we'll talk about another three, um, or vice versa, whatever, three topics in two. I don't care how it's really done, but... First and foremost, we're going to talk about Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry 5 has released, and um, as you guys know, I'm a big Devil May Cry fan. I didn't just name my son Dante because of the game, but that is partial reason. Um, I love Devil May Cry. I love the lore. I love everything about the, the universe of Devil May Cry. It's always been great. But this game right here has kind of sealed the deal in my eyes showing that Capcom is officially back. With the release of the new Mega Man game, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2, um, also with this as well, Monster Hunter, it shows that the company is finally going in a direction that they need to be going in to get back to making good quality games for gamers. Now, uh, before I talk about my topics, I kind of want to talk about or have Bolt say what he has felt with the game. Um, I know he said that he's enjoying it, but Bolt's like, what do you like about the game so far? Is it just, you know, V, or is it the overall presentation of um, the game? Um, I, I, I love the characters. The characters are really, really, really great. From V to Dante to Nico to to Nier. To Nero, um, I think I think I think them four going back and forth is really great. Uh, the boss battles are awesome. I mean, the, the the enemies that you face are over the top, extreme, beautiful, beautiful, evil creatures. Um, <clears throat> there's just you know it's 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 just the usual with me, man, my man. Um, the story is great. The the physics is great. The uh, high octane, over the top, explosive combat is awesome. Just tired of hitting the same buttons over and over and over. Um, and I have a little issue with the camera angle. I don't know, I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know if it's the way it moves whenever you move your character. How it kind of instead of just panning, it goes ching 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 yeah. ching ching. Um, that kind of was kind of getting on my nerves. Yeah. Um, and 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 the controller, the controller um, for the camera, not necessarily the camera, but. Um, as I as I move in V Dante or Nero, yeah. it felt it, it wasn't very smooth. Yeah. If I turn left, I it's like I stopped on a dime and turned left okay. instead of kind of drifted. You know, it was more of it, it, it wasn't a just a natural a natural fluid motion basically. Um, but I mean that's like I said that's that, that's me nitpicking. That's me uh, going over my same stuff with hack and slashes. Um, but I mean uh, other than other than my usual bullshit. Um, like I said, the the over the top combat was amazing. The characters are phenomenal. The story is 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 on par with some of the best. Um, the game physics, uh, amazing. I mean, I, I have no qualms about anything about the game besides my usual my usual shit. So okay, um, well, I actually have to agree with Bolts that you know that's a problem that I've always kind of had with the Devil May Cry series is that sometimes it feels like it was on a fixed camera system um kind of like an on the rail camera system that sometimes you could control the camera and then sometimes you couldn't um now with devil may cry 5 uh one of the problems that i have had with it is that it does feel like when you use 
when you move that right analog stick, it takes a while for that camera to, to turn mm-hmm. unless you're in like heavy action. Now, I just personally feel that if it was smoother, like maybe if you can turn up the sensitivity of that higher to where like you turn to the left, the camera turns right. real quick. I think that would just add even a, another level to that high octane gameplay that you already have with Devil May Cry. Um, now, I'm not going to get into any spoilers, um, but... Oh, it's kind of hard not to. Um, let's say this: you you do play you play as Dante V and you play as uh, Nero. So Nero is, I honestly think that V and Dante kind of stole the show because Nero was like the main focus in Devil May Cry Four, um, but V and Dante, it's hard to go back and play as Nero, even though he has a new aspect, which is a mechanical arm. That is very much like um, Big Boss's arm in yeah. Metal Gear Solid. So, um, but you can. The cool thing about Nero is that you could change all those arms out. You have multiple different styles. Now, I did get the deluxe edition, so it came with like, um, I think it came with like two additional arms. There was a uh, one arm that completely refilled my health and my, I guess, my trigger or whatever. Um, or Buster Trigger, whatever it is. Uh, but then also had another one that was the Mega Buster from Mega Man. And what was really funny, I didn't notice it until I was playing, is like when you have that arm on, you actually jump like Mega Man. So you have like one leg arched and then your other two arms like fly up in the air. So it was just it was just a funny little Easter egg that I noticed. But um, I... I very much love the gameplay with Dante, um, but I'm not going to lie. I was really, really, really ready to play not just as Dante. I said very much like Dante, didn't I? I meant Nero. Um, I very much like like playing as Nero, but I think I was way more in tune with Dante and V. Now, at first, whenever I was playing through it... He's kind of biased. His son's name is Dante. Yeah. at first, whenever I was playing through it, Bolts had told me, you know, he went out and bought it and was like, bro, I'm loving V. And I was like, eh, so he's okay. But after I started upgrading V and being able to really get into his powers and stuff, his shit was sick, bro. The you. combos that you can use, you have a, like a tiger, a bird, and like another like big Goliath creature that you can use that are all his like demon pets. Each one of them all have their own different styles of uh, gameplay um and hey um it was a it was a crow basically was it a crow and a panther panther and a golem golem <laughs> whatever same difference <laughs> it's close enough <laughs> but the uh the crow was fucking hilarious dude oh yeah like so far like his his banter back and forth with v and then whenever he talks to dante and um and um even nero <laughs> bro he's getting so many like shit talks and all this stuff. i i think it's awesome i think it really is a cool character introduced into the series that i don't think i was really expecting to like and i really did so but with dante of course you know a lot of us saw all the the different weapons um early on so these aren't really spoilers but you do get um you get your um of course your devil blade and then you get um you get a bike that you can split in half and use at any moment of time and then put it back together and like run over your characters. Um, you get like, uh, nunchucks, you get all, I mean, you get all different types of stuff. You get the, 
oh my god, I can't even remember the name of the weapons, of course. But you get these um, arms and leg connectors that you had in the last game um, that does kicks and punches and stuff, very fast m- movements um, that just were unbelievable, dude. Um, and I just loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. The gameplay was so, so good, man. It's so fast-paced. And the graphics and overall story was just unbelievable, dude. And, of course, we always have to say this with the Devil May Cry game. The music is fan-freaking-tastic. This type of, like, mix between, like, rock and, like, fast-paced club music or whatever. Dude, it was unbelievable. That's actually one of the things... That I not only loved in... I love the theme of Devil May Cry 3, of course. But DMC Devil May Cry had some unbelievable music. And Bolts can attest to that. He loved DMC Devil May Cry because it was so different. But the music was awesome. And that's the same thing with this game. The overall just quality of gameplay and quality of experience with this just shows that Capcom really wanted this to be a game that was, was not just something that fans knew but it was a very new experience you know and i really felt that way because i i felt like i connected with these characters better than i have in a long time the last time i felt like this about a devil may cry game was probably i would probably say devil may cry 3 because devil may cry 2 was okay to me devil may cry 1 was great which one was supposed to was the prequel to devil may cry i was devil may cry 3 that's what i thought Mm -hmm. that's what i thought yeah. So, and Devil May Cry Three was just great, bro. Yep. I mean, it was so so good. Um, so I just I really enjoyed the game. Uh, my review is coming really soon. Bolts, do you have anything else you want to talk about Devil May Cry? I mean, no, no. I, really. I kind I'm of good. more fan gushed about it overall. But the well, great well, that's all you can do right now, so you don't give up too many spoilers. To yeah. People who the good thing though too about the game is the combos, bro. The combo system. It's so satisfying when you really try to work, uh, like as a gamer, you try to work as hard as possible to get to that point of getting a great combo system. Um, it, it, when you really, really focus in and realize what you're doing, the game even becomes more enjoyable because at the beginning, whenever I was first playing, I wasn't doing good combos. I was getting D's at the most. Um, every once in a while, I got a C or a B. Um, but then whenever I really started focusing in and started doing, um, heavy combos with not just the gun, but the weapons and, you know, pulling characters back in with Nero or even with Dante, like shooting over there, grabbing them or cutting even to, uh, to V of being able to build up your devil trigger, push L1 and then have that. Um, what did you call it again? What was the big character, the big demon pet? Oh, a golem. Golem, yeah. Uh, have a big golem come down and destroy somebody and shoot his laser beam eyes. Just unbelievable, man. It was a really fucking great game. You should definitely check it out. And check out my review, hopefully soon, on Cinelinks.com. So next up, um, we're going to start with Lord Bolts on this because I know how much he and I both... Loved the games that they previously made. Officially today, it has been announced that Total Rock Studios is back. Um, they are partnered now with Warner Brothers Interactive, who is going to be publishing this title. And the new title that they are working on is called Back for Blood, with a numeric number four. So this is obviously a shout-out to the Left 4 Dead series. Um it does say here that 
this will there will be a campaign. There will be no PvP or battle royale. Um, it will be a game. Thank God. Yes, it will be a game that you get to shoot a lot of zombies. The studio, uh, since the studio is focusing entirely on this game, it will figure out post-launch content later. However, if it is paid content like microtransactions, it wants to do something the community feels very good about. Um, so the last game that um, Total Rock did was Evolve. Um, and they, <laughs> now mind you... <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> now, mind you, listen. I had a lot of. I had a lot. Oh, that was of, a piece of shit. I had a lot of hope for Evolve. Oh, I know. I remember I, you talking. Well, about I think it. a lot of people did. Like yeah. when when it was Turtle Rock Studios, bro. Come on, you're gonna tell me you had no excitement for that game when it was for real. When it first was announced, you saw that you got to play as four characters, and it was early on in development, and they announced it. And it's by the people that made Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. You had no excitement for that game at all. Nope. I'd, I'd, come on, bro. Dude, I'm lo- bro, really? No, I didn't. Why? Why? It just, it, to me, it wasn't Left 4 Dead. Th- and that's what the fans wanted. They didn't want Evolve. It's a monster hunter. Well, mind you, listen, with Evolve, they had a lot of stuff planned. And obviously, it was cut short because the situation that happened with THQ which THQ's auction the game was picked up by 2K Games and it was published by 2K Games but it was just a lot going on and mind you I think a lot of fans at that time did expect Evolve to launch with a lot more than what it was but there was no campaign it was literally online you played with four people you killed a monster and then that was it that was it I will say A for effort of trying something different, but it didn't have enough meat. You know what I'm saying? There was nothing in that meat pie. It was just bread. It was garbage, bro. Did you? How, how long did you play the game? Until, until until about, let's see. I played, hold on, let me like, okay, I got it. I think, I think it was about 30 minutes I had to take a shit, and then I was done. <laughs> oh, my God. So you didn't <laughs> dive into the game. You didn't play the system. I, you didn't learn the characters. No. Okay. Well, I did. Like, As someone that bought the game and played it for weeks upon weeks, I very much enjoyed it and then, for the first right. three days. No, and, and, and you're right. And then we had and then we had to go to doctors for depression and anxiety. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> but anyways, this isn't about Evolve. This is uh, about Back for Blood. So this game is said to be a um, zombie-style game that will be coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So... Um, Basically, if this is if this is a resemblance to the Left 4 Dead series, then it it's it's already sold a million copies. You think so? Hands down. Um, Left 4 Dead is probably one of the greatest two game series ever to be released on Xbox. Totally agree. With Hands you. down. Xbox or any system at that at that matter. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was some of the best party games. It was just it was fucking great. Yeah. So. Um, I agree with you, bro. I think that it has, I think it's got a lot of potential to do something unbelievable. I think it's got, um, a lot of potential to bring back something that we as gamers have wanted for a very long time. 
Um, and the fact that the fact that Take Two didn't try to come out with something ex- extreme or something crazy new or like, hey, we're coming out with a game that's a battle royale title or just try to like fit in with the trend, which I'm not saying companies like um, uh, some of the companies that have come out now, of course, you know, EA being one of the big ones that have right. two publishers working on uh, games that have battle royale modes. Um, I just think that I just, I, I hold them in pretty high regards because they're like, we know what we do well. Um, we know what we do very well and we are going to bring it back to what we know. You know what I'm saying? I know it's just like rhetorical is stupid the way I'm saying it, but it's just a fact of, um, they, I really think that this is going to be a fucking awesome game. Um, now we have seen constantly games try to mimic what Left 4 Dead was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of those games that tries to mimic it that did a pretty good job was Killing Floor. Um, yeah. I think Killing it Floor is a great, great game. Um, I, of course, it's it was for free on PlayStation Plus. I, I obviously played it, um, and I really liked it for the time being, but. Um, you know, Left for Dead is Left for Dead, and I'm not even a big Xbox guy, but that's that's a that is a game that will sell consoles, plain and simple. And like what Bolt said earlier, I think that if they did ever make that game an exclusive, then that would be one of the biggest fucking reasons to buy a console. Yep. Um, but my thing is this, Bolt. Uh, you know, we 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 know everyone knows that everyone is excited about it. Let's say that I'm excited about it. Everyone's excited. When they sent that tweet out today, and they're like, we're back, hashtag back for blood. Everybody's like, holy shit, yes, awesome. Back again. Um, Shady's back. (laughs) Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game, but what are you worried about? Is there anything um, on... Absolutely, I'm worried. Tell me what you're worried about. Evolve 2. You think? Yeah. Well, they I, said there's going to be a campaign. They no, said no, there's. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, you got to evolve, <clears throat> and then they're coming back to make back uh, back for blood, um, and then it it comes out and it's is is it's a bust just like evolve. So, you know, in retrospect, you got to evolve too. Hopefully, it's not going to be like that. Um, that is my fear. Um, but if they follow the lines of what what Left 4 Dead was successful and the greatness of it, then they shouldn't have no issues. Well, what do you think? What do you think they need to do, or what would you like to see brought to the game? Let's say that because you and me played a lot of Left 4 Dead. And I, I mean, just you you bring back. It's it's simple. You just bring back what what Left 4 Dead was great for. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you bring back the enemies. You bring back the four player co op. I mean, of course, that's all going to come back. And it's just it's just one of those games that was just fucking uh, fun to play. Yeah, hands down. And you were playing against it AI for the most part, you know. And that's what that's about, man. It's you know it's it's a four it's four player co op going against you know and, and the set you know they, what they can do is they can take some lessons from the, the new Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies. Let me tell you yeah. something about that. Zombies is freaking awesome. It is, man. So, I mean, if, if if they get anywhere along those lines of what Left 4 Dead was to what Black Ops Zombies is, mm-hmm. and you find either a medium or you go all in with both of those, mm-hmm. you're gonna find success. Well, you know, you had um, with Left 4 Dead, you had you didn't just have your regular 
run-of-the-mill zombies. I mean, of course you did, and it was one of the first games to introduce those like fast-paced World War Z style zombies or whatever, or you could just say Left 4 Dead style zombies because they were they did it before, at least before we you know really heard of World War Z. Um, but you had you had characters like the witch, which was just fucking horrifying. Um, going to a certain area, shooting or making certain noise, and then having a, a witch like jump up and like you like oh yeah, my for god, real. bro, it's horrifying. Um, but then. You know, some of my favorites, of course, um, you had the Hunter, you had the Boomer, and you had the Tank. Now, there was a Smoker as well, which is the one that had the really long tongue. Um, but I think... They put me in the game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Hunter is by far one of my favorite characters. Now, there was a mode on there to where you can actually... Shut up. No, listen. Listen, after you said that, I said, oh, they put me in the game? You know what I immediately went to? Was uh, Scary Movie 2 at the beginning of the scene where James Woods walks in as the exorcist and the demon girl's in the bed going, wah, wah, wah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, James Woods is like, oh, Hello. Like, no, Father. <laughs> um, now, wasn't there a mode in the game to where you can actually play as a zombie? Yes, you can. Yeah. And yes, can. I remember I would always play as a hunter. Yes, you can. Um, and that I was just, one of the best aspects of it. God, game. it was so good, man. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's just, it was a groundbreaking fucking game. And and, I mean, it's hard to just wrap it up into like a small little audio bite because I think that Left 4 Dead, you know, it broke the mold when it comes down to zombie titles, like zombie games. You can have as many zombie games as you want. You know, Resident Evil is, is cool, man. It's fun. But, um... I really honestly do not think that Resident Evil holds a candle up to Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead is just a completely different style of game. And I'm hoping we can say the same thing about Back 4 Blood. Um, if they make Back 4 Blood the way that they did with with Left 4 Dead, I'll buy it day one. Oh, hands down. i buy multiple copies of this game. So, um, Alright, so that was it on that. Uh, we're going to talk about before we go to a, a little quick music minute, we're going to talk about Xbox and the crazy ass things that they are doing. So first off, um, you know, or to kind of combine it, it's been announced that Xbox live is coming to iOS and Android. Um, uh, ahead of GDC, they did announce that, uh, this, that Microsoft, uh, revealed a thing called GameStack, uh, and it will pull all of its tools and services into one ecosystem, including, um, DirectX, Havoc, Xbox Live, and more. Um, so the crazy thing with that is that that means that you're going to be able to have Xbox Live on your Android and iOS. Um, so the thing that is exciting about that, that means is there a possibility that we could be getting Xbox games um, through the Xbox Live service on our mobile devices. Um, and also to add into that as well, there is a a new system um, being developed, uh, Microsoft's wireless display app. Um, and you are actually going to be able to um, you're going to be able to stream your PC games from your PC to your Xbox um, and actually be able to use a um, an Xbox controller for those games. So. 
like it's a full-on Xbox ecosystem, and it is totally fucking crazy. Now, Bolts, what do you think, dude? I mean, do you think that this is what Xbox is moving into? Are we going to start seeing more shit like this? You know, it's slowly, slowly, slowly. Microsoft is taking the gaming world piece by piece by piece, yeah. man. Um, it, it's, it, they're, they're becoming like an amoeba. You know, they're just slowly just sucking up something. You put Katamari, you know. Every every time it takes a bite of something, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's slowly doing that. Yeah, I mean, you're you're, you're getting to the to the iOS and to the Android devices now. You know, ninety nine percent of Americans are always on their phone, always on the phone. Mister tweeting something out right now. <laughs> you know, that, well that just proves my point. You know, so I mean, it's 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 awesome that w- the the way they're expanding and how quickly they're doing it. You know, just just not even two years ago, we were talking about <laughs> Microsoft's fucking failure. You know, and just just before this 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 2019 E3 conference, we're sitting here talking about <laughs> Xbox Live coming to possibly going to Switch, iOS, Android. Are you kidding me, dog, bro? It's gonna be huge. Bro. It's 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 it is huge. Think bro. about being able to play PC games. Big ass PC games on your Xbox, and then being able to play Xbox games on your fucking iPhone and shit—it's crazy. Now you can do that now for PlayStation on the PlayStation um, streaming service, or I mean the streaming service through PlayStation Connect or whatever it is. Yeah, I can yeah. I can never remember the name of shit. I am so horrible. It's the worst podcast ever. Um, through the PlayStation, you can connect it on uh, your PS4 and, or you can connect your PS4 to your Android device and your um, iOS through remote play um, and play all those games. But I think the Xbox Live service coming to Android and iOS is going to be different. I think there's a possibility that it could just be a service to where you can like connect through shit and be like, oh, look at this, I'm on Xbox Live. Or it could be a service to where you can actually download games that are playable on your phone, um, download that, and then also you can do like remote play through PlayStation 4 and connect it to your Xbox and play those games on your phone, which is something that they already have been pumping up. Remember, they were talking about doing, you know, connectivity. Right, right. Um, they talked about that months ago. Um, but I'm still just blown away by this whole PC thing. Like, it's like Microsoft's, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's like Microsoft and Windows, you know, back in the day, you used to separate them. It was like, this is exclusive on PC or this is Xbox. And now it's like all just one fucking thing, right? It is. And it's, like I said, I mean, Microsoft is slowly, slowly inching itself. It's taking taking over the gaming world, and I I know Nintendo will have their their place in it. Sony, of course, will have their place in it. But you guys have to realize, Microsoft. I mean, piece by piece is is, is attacking the gaming world with everything it's got, and it's exactly what it's doing. Companies uh, putting their 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 offering software on 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 all kinds of other devices. Man, it's 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 bigger than what we can even realize right now, and I and that's the truth. That is the truth. That is the brutally honest truth. It's not really brutally honest, but um, through the system on the PC sharing uh, or streaming uh, wireless display app, you are going to be able to, of course, share clips, pictures, projects um, from uh, your Android device or PC onto your Xbox. 
Um, but as we can see in this picture right here, there is somebody, you know, playing a game on their PC that is being broadcasted to their Xbox. So I don't know, bro. It's just a full on connectivity that this, that the company is, is creating. And I mean, it, it's weird. It is like, it's weird. It's exciting, of course, but it's very strange. Um, and I don't know what i think about it it is exciting to me but i think it's uh i think it's cool and i think it's also scary too because i just hope that it's not taking focus away from what we really want and that's <laughs> exclusives for the xbox system you, you know i would like to see exclusives I, don't get don't get shit i would love to see exclusives just to make to force people to buy an xbox but i necessarily don't want the exclusives because you're you're limiting the games that others can play yeah, but I mean, it's gonna happen because they have what? They have thirteen new studios now, or twelve? Yeah, they do. But I mean, even now they still have, they still have contracts where they have to release games Certain to both games. systems. So to me, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, if 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 you were if you were that 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 hard fought about exclusives, which of course I want exclusives just so I could have something to play on Xbox. You know, whenever you're releasing, you know, The Last of Us and, and, and Uncharted and God of Wars and shit like this, and we have State of Decay. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, it, you know, shit like that. You know, but in the in the coming future and whatnot, I mean, with all these companies, we're gonna have stuff to play. I love the way you said that, State of Decay. You know, it is it, Xbox is a State of Decay. Yeah, it is. So, I mean. Yes, exclusives. I would love them to force people to go buy an Xbox. Uh, I, I I don't want to love them because I want other people to play the greatness that Microsoft is putting out there. You know, yeah. it, and you know, like a, you know, me as an Xbox guy, I would love to play God of War on the Xbox. Yeah, but only a fraction of people got to play it. Yeah, you know, a fraction of the people in the gaming world got to play. It. Yeah, most people who own one system usually owns another system, depending on if that's. Xbox, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, so on and so forth. But I think it's just selfish. Uh, well, just selfish. I can understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from, but I disagree with you because people say they want connectivity throughout the entire gaming industry, but they don't want connectivity. Like, for real, we could talk about it all day, but at the same time, we don't fucking want it. Why? Why not? Because there's always going to be that that thing in our fucking head about like stupid ass console wars. It's constantly going to happen. You remember bolts whenever we were like when PlayStation was doing real good and we had TJ on the show. We were constantly talking about PlayStation. You were like, "We're my fucking exclusives." And now, now the Hold Xbox up. is shooting back up and they're coming back up big time. You're going to tell me you were not going to be excited to fucking Xbox starts beating the shit out of PlayStation on on console? We've already done it once. But that's what I'm saying. But but to, to uh, but at this point in time, it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. You know it doesn't g matter. G give give the gaming war what they want. Everybody to play games. Yeah, that's what I but want. See, this is the thing: is that these companies don't look at it like that. They look at it in the aspect of making money. And making and, and, money, the best way to make money is making an exclusive for a console that mm -hmm. will not only sell that game, but make those people go out and pay three hundred to four hundred dollars for a console just to play one fucking game. And you're right. And, and and that is all fine and dandy. But the fact of the matter is, you're, you're, you're regardless if you have exclusives or not, you're going to go through. 
this section of years, this section of years, and this section of years, where you're going to suck, and the other person's going to be good. Yeah, because because you're going to because the other company is going to do something that's going to outbalance you no matter what, outbalance you, and that's that's what happened. Will you? The the PlayStation Two was rock solid. Yeah, PlayStation hey, Three sucked. PlayStation Four rock solid. Exactly. Original yeah. Xbox, yeah. Xbox Three Sixty balanced everybody. You know, Xbox One, One X, One S, One X, Double S, Ranger, Ranger, yeah. It's it was just stupid. It's just it doesn't matter. And of course, you know, with uh, with Microsoft getting their ass whooped, they went and bought all these companies. But there's but they don't have any exclusive any exclusives. Now the, now, companies that were ma- are going to be made by my, games that are be made by Microsoft. I can understand exclusives because you are a Microsoft company. Yeah. Okay. You know, Fable, boom. I can understand that being an exclusive to yeah, Xbox. Yeah, but like, you know, Ninja Theory is not a normal is not a normal company that would be down for exclusives. You're, but, you know, you're absolutely But they're going to be. You're absolutely right. In Ninja Theory, you know, they, they, they come out with the next big thing. Why would you only want to release the next big thing on one console? Yes, you could go out and probably sell another couple hundred, couple thousand consoles. You could sell another 2.5 million copies of the damn game. But see, that's not it. The thing is, is that Ninja Theory has tried before with certain games of making them unexclusive, and they didn't do well. Even with their their latest title, they still didn't do amazing. I mean, it was their probably their highest selling title um, of any of their games. But at the same time, my thing is this, bro: we want something that is never going to happen. We want unity. And it's stupid. Yeah, I know. We want unity in the games industry to where eventually there's just one fucking console that t- that that literally that can feed every fucking person in the world. Not even just depending on how picky they are. It can it can pander to this gamer or this gamer or this gamer. You know what I'm saying? But that's just never going to happen. And it's always going to be a competitive I, I, I don't. I don't want there to be one console because it's still a company. You still got to make money. So your console will be this and your console will be that. But but when it comes to console versus console, the gaming, the gaming companies and developers have more say than you think. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. And the, and the game developers, like you said before... Could easily possibly come out and say, "Listen, I understand that you want this to be an exclusive, but we would rather you know launch it on multi-platform." Exactly. I mean, you think about it. God of War, what one game of the year? Yes. Okay. Now they brought out God of War whenever uh, PlayStation had already sold what 70, 80 million co- uh, consoles. Yeah. And God of War sold how many million copies? Yeah. Um. I fucking shit ton exactly yeah. now so you think about how many more it would sell how many more copies would have sold yeah. if it was on xbox just that's, that's all i'm saying is that these gaming companies yeah woo, that's fine exclusives that's great as a, as your console that would be great for you to have exclusives up and down the line yeah but as another but as a gamer who wants to play games exclusives are crap yeah i agree man um but you know I like I like challenging bolts on shit. <laughs> Look at that little bullshit looking. Don't right? you smack at me. Anyways, so um, we're gonna take a quick music minute. Whenever we come back, we're gonna talk about the division two and my impression so far, and then me and bolts are gonna argue about why he's fucking wrong about Days Gone. 
Daryl Dixon's part of that game, isn't he? <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that. Big shout out to Tech Industry. I know it's the same music minute um, back and forth, but I just love that pause song. So maybe next week we'll try something different. Um, I'm still trying to like get something set up uh, to feature some other people's music on here. Just the whole copyright thing, you know how it goes. Um, so the Division Two, in my impression so far, didn't expect to like the game as much as I did, um, and so far I've really fucking enjoyed it. Bolt is, huh? To make sure it's not fucking up. Bro. No, it's not fucking up. All right, then. Continue. I will continue, you fucking bastard. Anyways, sometimes the audio fucks up, so... And there's... Uh, it never fails. There's always a time, like, we'll be, like, recording for, like, an hour. And then we'll, like, go back, and I'm like, Bolts, it completely screwed up. He's like, I'm I'm gone. And, the, I'm and then I kill Caleb for, like, yeah. the 30th... Yeah. You ever seen Happy Death Death Day to You or whatever yeah, it's called? Yeah. It's deja vu for Caleb when yeah, it fucks over up. over and over again, so... <laughs> Uh, anyways, but I, yeah, I didn't really expect to like it as much as I have so far. And I, I have really enjoyed it, man. Um, they have definitely done a lot of work on the series since the, um, since division one. And some of the things that I like about it are probably things that a lot of people don't. Now I haven't played any of the dark zones. There's a total of three dark zones across Washington, DC. I haven't gotten into any of those. And I also haven't gotten into the, any of the PVP, the multiplayer aspect. Only thing that I have done so far is just mainly the story mission um, or campaign uh, playing with some people. Um, now, I did respond to someone's distress signal the other day and, you know, took some enemies out or whatever, um, the hyenas. Um, and uh, it was pretty cool. But I think probably some of my most enjoyable moments so far have been playing with Matt and Rob from Cinelinks. Um, squatting up with those dudes, going down and like taking out missions or whatever else. Me and Rob actually last night were trying to take down a boss or a bounty called the Meat Wagon. Um, and we had to go over to a certain area and we were constantly getting killed. Now, we tried it one time with him and it's a timed event. Um, we tried it with him. We ran over to the area and we were killed instantly. And when we were killed, it was like a one hit kill thing. It didn't pop back up. Um, but with mine, I got a unlocked. A, I got a key, unlocked this box, and it popped up and showed that the event was available. So me and Rob fast traveled over to the certain area of DC 
and um, we tried to take out where we thought the the target was, um, but it wasn't even the target. That was just some high-leveled um, enemies that we had to face off against, and uh, we were killed like multiple times. So whenever we go back over, I see this door open up to our right, and Rob's like, "Oh, there they are!" So we just like unload on them. So this it gets weird right here. Like him and me both have heavy machine guns, and I mean we're just unloading on them. Like we're behind a barricade just unloading all of our clips into them and bodies start piling up. Well, then the door glitches out and it swings all the way open and there's like bodies on the ground. And then there's three bodies like frozen hanging in animation in the sky, like in the middle of the door. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It was like, Oh, you killed the target. I was like, okay. So I like, you know, I get some points for it or whatever, or some uh, money for it. I go over and get some loot. And then two random ass like good guys kick the door open and come walking out and those two bodies are still frozen in animation and there's like it's just a black room there's nothing you can't even go into it so there's been a couple little issues like that and like the loading as well because it is an online game there's some times when you first load in if you're in a safe house or a certain area there's sometimes you'll see some kids like running around and i had a pretty creepy moment that these kids they wouldn't render so like their faces were like all you could see was like their eyes and their teeth was it like momo yeah yeah well you remember how how um assassin's creed um yes oh what was it oh my god it wasn't black flag what was the one in france Oh, Unity, bro. Unity. You remember how the glitches were happening yeah. in that? It was like that. But, like, it was like they had, like, matte color on their bodies, and their eyes and their teeth were showing, and the kids were over there, like, kicking an imaginary ball. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right My now? My brand. <laughs> My brand. Um, so there's been there's been a few technical issues, but overall, dude, like, the the combat is so smooth, man. I mean, the combat is very easy to get used to and um really intuitive i think i think that um it is basically what i've always wanted in a military style shooter like being able to i know you had this in division one and we've had this style of combat in many other games but it just really feels like they really put a lot of love into the combat system on this game so being able to like run up to a uh, barricade and duck down under it being able to shoot over the barricade throw your grenades have your full cover and easily move around to different ones is awesome as well being able to dive out of out of cover as well without having to go through some stupid ass animation really set pretty good with me because we've seen that a lot with different games of having to go through a fucking animation of like getting up or rolling or whatever um but one thing that really stuck out to me, too, is the skills. The The main skills that I have available right now that I've unlocked are the Assault Drone and the Seeker Mine. Now, the Assault Drone really comes in handy. There's a lot of times you just you push L1 when it's up and ready, and uh, the Assault Drone will actually, you'll be able to, um, if you have enemies in front of you, you can select them with your, you know, whatever, with your point of view, and then push L1 when it hovers over them, and your assault drone will fly towards them and shoot at them. Or you have your seeker mine, which is the same thing. You could throw it into a certain area, and it will roll over to a certain one, or you could throw it next to you and let it sit next to you, and then you could select one by pushing R1, and it rolls over to that certain person and blows up. Um, but as I said, the looting really 
has been done pretty well uh, in my perspective. Um, being someone that doesn't loot a lot, I think there's a lot of times that I've gotten used to the loot system that I don't expect any really big tier loot items until I get heavily into the side campaign or the, the main campaign or whatever. Um, so when I'm doing little side missions or SHD money drop missions or whatever, um, I know that I'm not going to get the best loot, but I'm going to get enough money and stuff built up that I can, you know, either create something back at my home base at the white house, or I can, um, you know, donate it to uh, a safe house and help them build up their resources to where I can have more accessibility whenever I get there. So, um, that's pretty much it for me. I've really enjoyed my time with it so far. And, um, I think me, Jordan and Rob and Matt as well will hopefully be popping on tonight. Um, but bolts, I know you haven't had a chance to play it yet. Um, did you play well, the division one? Look, look, that's about this. Now, this is no, bolts. Sure right, I bro. don't like the game. It had too much God of war in it. Um, I fuck mean, it. you know, X, X, O, O square, square, whole triangle. <laughs> No. Anyways, what's up? No. Um, now, let's not get shit twisted, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen who listen to the podcast. I am a gamer. I love playing games. But I'm very picky about the games that I play. Very. And Division 2 does... The, the Division... The first Division and this one does not strike me as appealing as on any level. So, unfortunately, to those who want my opinion on the game, tough shit. Yeah. I don't have one. He ain't got um, one. But... You know, um, just from the the bits and pieces that I've seen a few people play, um, it, it, it looks like it could be a fun game for someone not me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it with that. You're ridiculous, bro! I swear <laughs> to God. Um, you know, God, you make me sick. What? <laughs> he loves me though. He loves me softly. Um, you know, night. that is always, that has been the truth. Because, you know, even when Division 1 first came out, I played the beta. Um, I did get the game for free at the time. Uh, I didn't get it for review or anything. Like, with this one, I will say, full transparency, I got it for free through Ubisoft. So, thank you very much. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I got it for free. We got a couple of codes for the for the Cinelinks team, and we were able to try it out and play the game, give our opinions on it. And I really do like the game. I mean, I've constantly found myself going back, like in downtime, and just chilling while I've been off from work, going back and just turning it on, just going back through, taking you know different you know characters down, areas down, looting, um, trying to see if I can answer any distress signals and help other people out. So. I've liked it so far. I don't think it's going to be something that I would say that I'm going to play continuously for the next year. Um, we were provided with the gold edition, which comes with the first year pass. Sorry about that phlegm right there. Uh, it comes with the first year's pass. Flim flam. Um, and I, I think it'll, I think it'll be good. I think the content will be good. And if it's good enough, then I'll go back in and I'll play with Rob and uh, maybe some other people as well. Um, but it's not something that. I think I'm going to be really engrossed in. It's going to be hard um, to really do that because of the games that are coming out. You know, with Mortal Kombat, Days Gone, Rage 2, um, of course, Doom, I'm pretty sure is coming out this year, um, hopefully. Um, and then many other games that are coming out slated on later on this year, especially Cyberpunk. One, Cyberpunk, but one that's been on my radar recently because I've seen a lot of people talking about it online, Dying Light 2. Um, although I didn't really get heavily into Dying Light mm, One, I, I think just Dying came. Light. 
<laughs> I think Dynamite 2 is going to be awesome, and hopefully me and your boy Bolts are going to be able to see and maybe even play a little bit of it at E3 2019. So, are we uh, going to that? What? <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, so lastly, um, we're going to be talking about Days Gone, why Celeb is excited, and why Bolts is on the fence. Um, so... <laughs> Days Gone comes out April 26th. It's a game that a lot of PlayStation fans have been excited about for some time. Not only do you get to um, traverse in a post-apocalyptic world uh, and do crazy-ass shit and some high-octane gameplay and even um, high-octane graphics, but you get to do it on a motorcycle. Oh, shit. (laughs) So that's something that obviously Bolt is going to talk about that was very overly popular uh, popular in the Walking Dead series um, with Daryl. Um, he had his motorcycle and all this stuff. But and he played another game called like Death Stranding. Death Stranding. And they're going to call in two him places Darryl. at once. That, yes, that, <laughs> that cheeky bastard. That cheeky little bastard. Well, this guy's name is Deacon St. John. Okay. So St. John means he, ha- he was born to be a biker. Um... <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> just saying. Um, they say that the game is going to be roughly around 30 to 40 hours, um, which is good. Um, I think that it would have probably had a lot of problems if they were to come out and say, oh, it's about 10 hours. Um, but 30 to 40 hours is, is very good for a single player game. Um, now, one thing that I do have to just say real quick before I talk about why I'm really excited about this uh, is because I, I'm, I'm a little upset. I've seen some little bit of shit talking on social media and stuff. I don't really fucking understand what the fuck is going on, but supposedly people are getting upset because there are freakers in the game that are children. And they're basically, they're called newts and they're, um, they're, they only attack when you're not looking. They're very cowardice, but you can kill them in the game. So supposedly people have been upset because like they are children, like children, children. And they're like, oh, you know, I just couldn't help but think that maybe at one point in time in this universe and this fake world, which is a fucking video game, that that was possibly a kid that was, you know, alive and well. What? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, I'm so confused. Like, it's a fake fucking world. It is a game. You're not going in and doing some of the other disgusting shit like some of these, you know, indie developed bullshit games that get taken down from Steam, like that rape game that was taken down recently, which is fucking disgusting. And the person that made it should be imprisoned. Um, it's it's fucking for real, bro. It's fucking no, disgusting. No, I was and, just, while you were talking about that, I was just sitting there you'd be like, bro, I was really good. No, at that. shut up, bro. <laughs> For real, bro. It's no, so I understand. I you understand. know, and it's like the it's like the mass shooting game that came out a couple of years ago. Like it wasn't there was no goal. There wasn't like the people were actually demons. It was like you were a dude that didn't like society, so all you did was go around the neighborhood and like just kill fucking people. Well, remember back like in the the, the early to mid nineties about all the postal shootings, and they came out with a game called Postal. postal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I think that's a disgusting game as well. I mean, it kind of went under the radar, but still, the just the fact of the matter that people are upset because of their. I mean, what? I just it pisses me off so bad. It's like just it's just a fucking video it game. It is a video game and and that's why so many people threw a fit about Grand Theft Auto 3. 
banging a hooker, getting out, beating her to death, and taking your money yeah, back. But it's just it's just a game. It's a fake fucking world. I mean, for real. But see, when you you say that, and listen. I know there's somebody probably listening to this right now, and they're like, yeah, but when you say that, then that also opens the door for other people to come in and say, well, like, why is it not okay for these rape games or whatever? Because that's despicable fucking acts. It's acts that should should n- never be fucking displayed in that aspect. And it's already hard enough. Bolt and me are both are on the same plane of this. It's hard enough for me to see that type of shit in a fucking movie. You know, let alone in a fucking video game for you to control that type of shit. You know, it, it, it's it's you have to realize in in certain cities, and and this is the truth, and this is the very much they have a they have dedicated services, you know, to 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 that kind of the, those kind of heinous crimes. And yes, I'm I'm gonna go off Law and Order SVU, but that shit's for real. They they have yeah. a special group of people who have to deal with that situation because you're talking it's, about like sex slaving and stuff you know that? sex crimes period. did you hear about that dude that was part of that big k-pop band that yeah. stepped away because he was selling women into exactly into sex trafficking it's just it's it's a different and, and i don't care what anybody was the same in, in god's eyes it's the same kind of sin it's not that but it, it, it's it's different from watching someone get shot to some, to someone forcibly being take just it's and like just it, the fact that you, someone would create a game to where you control that aspect is just crazy to me. But in this aspect, this is a this is a a kid that is far gone that is a zombie. We've right. seen it in multiple movies. It is a fake world, and it's supposed to put you on the edge with an emotional aspect, not get you to the point of being like, I can't right. believe they would Hell, do something like this. Hell, the fourth episode of Z Nation, there was a zombie baby for crying out loud. There was. That and if we don't remember, there was the a ground. game called Dante's Inferno that had fucking... Un, what was it? It, un- was, it was undead babies coming out of a big demon's nipple. Yes, and also <laughs> there was an area of babies that were never um, that were never baptized. Yep, that had hooks for hands. Yes. Come on, bro. Come on, just piss me off. But anyways, so the reason why I'm excited about it is the customization, overall graphics, the gameplay, um, and the main storyline. I mean, I'm you know I've always been a big story driven gamer. Uh, I saw a lot of the gameplay recently. I didn't get to play it at E3 last year. It was it was a very select few that got to play it. Um, but um, I'm really fucking excited for this game. I'm excited to see the different style of freakers that they have. And they have constantly, constantly said they're not zombies. They're freakers. But they're basically oh, zombies. Let's be real, guys. Let's be real. Um, so... Uh, I just, I, that's just me. I just, I like this dark, deep tone of this game. Um, seeing a dude that probably was not really like this at one point in time, and then he ended up getting real brash, kind well, of. See like what happened. What happened was, us. Um, you know, when the I could probably I could tell you his backstory. <laughs> Are you going to say Daryl's backstory from? No, 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 no. It, you know, he's probably hanging out with his family. Um, something happens to his brother. And then, you know, he finds another crowd he hangs out with. And, and he becomes a biker. He becomes a biker. And he's real harsh. He throws a beard. That's, I mean, it's he hasn't bathed in a couple of days. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bolts, honestly, tell me, you know, why are you why are you on the fence about this? Um, for, for, the, for the most part, I am truly about 90% done with the whole whole, whole zombie, zombie genre. Um, it's just, it's to, to me, it, it's it's just getting overplayed. On so many levels. Um, excuse me, hold on. A burp. And 
like I said, this game reminds me so much of The Walking Dead. And I hate The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead or The Last of Us? No, The Both Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you, you, you have, if, if not the most lovable character, not counting Negan, from The Walking Dead, and Daryl Dixon, who is, who, who's a loner, he rides a bike, he does this, this, and this, and this. You're saying it's very similar. It's, and, and you're getting, and to me, you're getting the same exact story. It's, it's, it, it's not fresh. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. I can go watch this on television and be done with it. <laughs> I, and it's the truth. That's the way I see it. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not excited about it at all on any level. Are you going to play it? Let's Probably not. That. You're not going to even play I, it? I don't, I don't, I don't. I, if I buy you a copy. Don't buy me no damn copy. Just shut up and listen to me. If no, I you buy you, no, listen. listen to me. If I buy you a copy, will you play it? No matter how I get it. Well, yeah, because you bought me a copy. Okay. But it's, I, well, if I buy a copy, you better at least play it so we can talk more detailed about it. Because I expected, I thought the reason why you were getting a PS4 was to play the exclusive titles. Like MLB The Show, of course. I know just because you're just an MLB fan. But like, you know, God of War, you know, Days Gone. Yes. And I, and if, it, it, if, if they do strike me and... and I played God of War. I was done with guy. it. You know, Days Gone is 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 a is a. You're like it, I played it for three hours. Oh fuck that shit! No, I didn't. How far did you get? I I, don't, I think it was like ten hours in. Oh. And um, you scratched the you know cheese off the top of the taco. I, I like the taco, <laughs> but you left it and you didn't eat it. You just ate the cheese. Yeah, because I was I was unsatisfied with the bland taste. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, you, uh, yeah. No, I, I yeah, mean because yes. you usually eat a taco bueno instead of Taco Bell. That's why I know. <laughs> no, I, and yes, I, 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 I'm ready for the Last of Us. I'm ready for the Death Strandings. I'm ready for those. Yeah, but the, the, this it just doesn't do anything for me. I don't have. I don't know what to say to you because. I don't know what to say to you. This is what I can I can understand why you are not excited for zombie titles. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us is The Last of Us. You played The Last of Us. The, the story of The Last was of Us was just unbelievable. So let me ask you this. And if I don't, you play I don't see Days Gone, but but look, we okay. haven't really even I know, but I just it's Listen, that's like seeing a trailer for a movie that like only showed a minute's worth of the trailer and be like, yeah, it looks okay. I'm not going to see it. It's probably shit. And then afterwards, you like you watch it years from there and you're like, holy shit, that was amazing. Like, I'm not going to lie that what's that new movie on on Netflix right now that has Ben Affleck and all the main actors or whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Matt, Matt Quad C watched the other day. He said it was amazing. I wasn't going to watch it. I was like, nah, I watched the trailer. But I was like, nah, I probably won't watch it. He said it was unbelievable. It was great. It's like two and a half hours long. So me and Daryl are probably going to watch that shit tonight. Um, but uh, I just I don't know, bro. I, I really think you should give this shit a little bit more try. And I'm going to tell you, Bolts. I'm going to tell you right here on the podcast. Podcast exclusive right now. I'm still fucking mad about the way you played God of War. I'm so fucking irritated that you didn't give that game more time. I mean, 
more fucking time. If you played 10 hours worth of it, that means you were just now starting to like scrape off the top of that fucking ice on Kratos and, and Atreus like actual relationship problems. Like you probably got past Balder and and did you meet the witch? Yes. Okay. So you got a little bit further past her and then you're like, fuck it, it's not good. You missed out on so much. It's ridiculous. And and look, and I'm sitting here telling you like Ugh. so? I know, you're saying so because it, you just it didn't resonate with you, but you didn't give the game time to resonate with you. It's a 40 to 50 hour long game. Okay, I played a fourth of it. You played Resident... Bro, you played Red Dead Redemption and you were literally talking about quitting the fucking game. You played that shit for 20 hours before you even got into it. Because I was attached to Arthur Morgan. Oh my god, bro. (laughs) I'm trying to say this. PlayStation has exclusives. I know. Just fucking Bolts doesn't want to give them chances. Is Death Stranding The Last of Us? The the Ghost of Tsushima? (laughs) Yeah, I'm what ready. What happened to that fucking Capcom game? Remember that Capcom game that was like a medieval title that was kind of like Dark Souls? Bloodborne? No, 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 no. Oh. It wasn't Capcom. That was from software. There was a title that was supposed to come out by Capcom. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I think it was going to be exclusive on PlayStation 4, but it, I think they may have canceled it after they did a bunch of move arounds. Yeah, I can't even I can't. I guess I can understand head. why you're so like... You're very fucking nitpicky with your games. Like, super fucking nitpicky. You don't like hack and slashes. You don't like games that feel like the same thing. And to be honest with you, bro, that's the reason why I'm not fucking even close to excited about Borderlands 3. Not in the fucking least. It is the same shit that I have seen year after year after year. Now, mind you, big shout-outs to Gearbox. I love you guys. (laughs) Just saying. Shout out to Gearbox because I think Borderlands 3 is going to be great, but it's not for me, bro. It never has been and never will be. And Al will give you your due respect because everybody should have that ability of saying, that's just, I just didn't like it. You know, that's your opinion, bro. I totally understand that. But, you know, I just, I don't know, bro. I just really think Days Gone is going to be a great fucking game. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really, really happy for you. I hope it's <laughs> everything that you thought it would be. Oh my god, bro. Um by the way, you know Borderlands 3 is getting announced March 28th. Good. Are you excited? Absolutely. I'm they're excited. also they're also saying they're going to announce or showcase Project 1v1, which is the game that I played from Gearbox last year at E3. It's like a it's like a Quake style shooter, but yeah. it's literally 1v1. That's cool. And like, if you have anybody else in your in your game, they just spectate and watch. And then when you die, someone else trades trades out places. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's so. kind of cool. It's like a little tag in, tag yeah. out. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I I was impressed with it, but it was on PC, and I'm just horrible at PC games. It was PC controls. I had no Xbox controller, so I was like, ah, ha, ha, okay. <laughs> I'll do that shit. Like it's like you're you're jerking off with someone else's left hand. You're like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it feels so weird. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was like Greek to me, bro. She was like, "Okay, this is up and down," and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> now, uh, I've, that's I've, funny, bro. I've, of course, played PC titles before, but it took me a little bit to get used to it. I just prefer controllers, so I don't know. Bolts, you have anything else to say about Days Gone? You're like, it's gonna be the same shit. I'm like, all right, fuck the podcast. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> if there's a crossbow in the game, <laughs> then I then <laughs> then uh, then my point will have been proven. <laughs> Wait a second, bro. Wait a second. 
Oh, crossbow days gone. I'm just saying. Oh shit, bro! If there's a crossbow in this game, <laughs> crossbow days gone. Um. <laughs> Holy shit! Wait a second. I don't even have to click on this. Go back. <laughs> it says it right here. It says it right here somewhere. I just saw it just a second ago. Oh, there it is right there. It says, pre-order any version of Days Gone. You will receive early access to the Drifter crossbow weapon in Days Gone. Fultz <laughs> <laughs> is like, exactly. That's the reason why I'm not buying this game. It's the same old shit. Oh, that's so oh, funny, Oh, my God. Dude. That is funny, bro. You're like, if it has a crossbow... <laughs> my point is made. <laughs> it's got a fucking crossbow. <laughs> Holy shit! Of course, it has a crossbow. It's a zombie game. Uh, it's not. It's not a zombie game. I apologize, Ben Studio. I do love you. Um. Oh my god, bro. All right, so it's the end of the show, man. Um. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. We enjoyed it uh, as always. We love recording this podcast for you. You've got to make sure to show us some love, share this podcast with your friends. Send us some uh, voice messages as well. If you create a quick account on Anchor, you can send us voice messages and tell us how you enjoy the podcast or you know what you think we should improve or games that we should actually talk about. Um, you can also check us out at Centileaks.com. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at ZeroLeb. Follow Bolts on Twitter at Lord Bolts. That's Lord B-O-L-T-Z. Um, so also, um, if you like my voice, hit me up on Facebook. You know yeah, what I'm hit him, hit him up. You know what it's I'm saying? Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> um, Why chocolate? <laughs> we got some game coverage coming up. Uh, as I said, my my review for Devil May Cry Five is coming soon. Also, we got some live stream uh, live stream content coming. Hopefully, this coming weekend with uh, the Division Two. Um, I think we have to get everything lined out with Rob, Matt, and Jordan to get something like that set in stone but i do appreciate everybody i appreciate ubisoft sending us the codes i appreciate uh, all you guys being fucking amazing awesome please, awesome guys you guys do are us awesome. a favor okay <laughs> like the fucking, fucking pigeon, podcast eh? you know what i'm saying shout out to my boy tj aka t spray 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 love you guys thanks for watching make sure to come back next week for episode 255 peace Pace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>